Good evening, good morning, wherever you are. My name is Thomas Steininger. I welcome you to Radio Evolve, our weekly webcast for consciousness and culture. With me, again, uh, I welcome Benzi Ganti. Benzi, welcome to the show. Hello, Thomas. Thank you for inviting me and welcome to the listeners. Benzi, you are uh, known for organizing big events. You are the founder and uh, the main person behind the integral European conference that in fact by right now it's not just a European conference it's a global conference and uh, particular since COVID interfered with the IEC and you could not uh, do the last one in, in Hungary you also moved for the time being your conferences online and you will have a next conference coming up which is May 19th to 23rd And there you have a very interesting topic. Uh, it's called a global gathering. Mm -hmm. And the topic is the future of collective evolution. When I read this, I thought, wow, that's a bold thing to do right now. Future, <laughs> I'm curious uh, what this will be about because on one hand, everything, everyone is talking about what will be our future, but also everyone is talking about that nobody has an idea. Mm -hmm. So... When we talk about the future of our collective evolution, if I may start this way, what are we talking about from your point of view? Organizing this conference, I'm sure you had a lot of conversation in this direction. You have a certain perspective that is integral informed. And it's just something very interesting to talk about. So let's talk about what is <laughs> Yes, it is really bold to, to give that title, as you say, because we are more unsure than ever, you know, how we are going to, and the pandemic and what we, what, how the world will be after. And I am a conference organizer, so I personally don't have to deliver a sure answer. <laughs> But uh, I give, you know, space and, and the organizing team, we organize basically a stage where people can come, grab the mic and, you know, share their uh, versions and, and meaning making of the situation and also dialogue around that with each other. So I think that uh, Integral uh, has a firm belief that there are stages of evolution. Mm -hmm. And even during this period when it's uncertain when we are going to be free again and how, we still believe on the same you know, stages of evolution that uh, the Integral model describes. So it's a different situation. If we wouldn't have a model, then probably we would feel more chaos. But since we have a model, a framing, and we look through that model, it's more about the question, where are we on the steps and stages of evolution and uh, analyzing the situation through those lenses And here we can use different models. The basic model is Ken Wilber's integral uh, theory, but you know some other friends are using spiral dynamics or Keegan Storber, Susan Reuters. These are main um, um, developmental models that describe the stages of evolution. So with that frame, I myself I'm very curious where we are going to you know land with this conference and what we are going to come up with together in this dialogue. 
One thing that we, I think, can all agree on that we are in a global crisis, mm-hmm. in the culmination of global crisis, talking the environmental crisis, talking about the COVID crisis, talking about a global social crisis. Mm-hmm. But some people also say we are in a civilizational crisis. Mm-hmm. With a civilizational crisis, the questions are getting even bigger because civilizations are usually giving models mm-hmm. how to respond to their framework and how to relate to the world. Mm-hmm. And our framework, which is based on European enlightenment, European philosophy, European metaphysics and science, evolution is uh, one uh, f- foundational aspect of this. But there are a lot of questions that maybe something is going to the end right now that is bigger than what went down in the French Revolution, let's put it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. That maybe we are experiencing the end of something and you know that um, part of, of my thinking is going from a global and question what is a global integral perspective, mm-hmm. but the end of a European framework mm-hmm. goes down. We are the European understanding of modernity is maybe the first time since 500 years in question that mm-hmm. the European understanding of human rights is questioned by Chinese understanding of, uh, of human rights. Mm-hmm. Their relationship to individuality and our future, democracy in our future has all of a sudden, not only China, but also India and other civilizations that in the last 500 years did not have a word at the table they basically were all subsumed in our European framework. And all of a sudden, they uh, are showing up and saying, wait a moment, we don't want to be contextualized. So there is a discussion that's bigger than maybe most of the discussion in the last 300, 500 years. Do you think that the integral model of evolution is also asked to evolve in that? Well, it certainly can evolve, and uh, I would gladly hear those non-European perspectives that, for example, you usually bring, or last time you brought to the online conference, voices from other cultures, which are very important, and that I see we, we open the gate for that. But the integral model itself, it's not just European, I think, and not just modern. Mm-hmm. It, it synthesizes the, the Eastern philosophies with the Western scientific view. And it also incorporates the, the spiritual uh, states and altered states and spiritual stages to enlightenment, which mm-hmm. are coming from the East. In the, in the West, they are last or partially last at least. So they are more preserved and, 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 and uh, provided by, by the Eastern meditation teachers and traditions. So. So, so the integral model itself is postmodern. Uh, we, we even call it post-postmodern. So one, um, the reflection of modernity with its critics and coming up with new solutions is postmodernity. And the reflection on postmodernity, criticizing that and coming up with even newer solutions would be the post-postmodern, mm-hmm. which is integral. But I'm, I'm really curious if there is any... If, if, um, any viable new model from other cultures. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the European or American culture is, is 
is is uh, is better or, or worse. But uh, I would maintain that we 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 shouldn't just have a green heart. The the green is the postmodern, open-hearted approach where we want to deconstruct structures and hierarchies and nobody is more evolved and less evolved and everybody has the right to say an equal right mm -hmm. but with that can also come a certain blindness for example i wouldn't want a traditionalist you know impose on me something that is already transcended by modern or postmodern values see what mm -hmm. i mean so i don't want to be let's say a rigid traditionalism imported back uh, while we already came out of that. So I certainly would be very open as an integralist from any culture to any opinion, but then it has to be really fresh, you know, and ev evolutionary new. Mm. And if it is, then it doesn't matter which culture it comes from mm. in, in a global conversation. You see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure if, you, if you're familiar with this Chinese philosopher Zhao Tingyang, I think he's pronounced. He just uh, wrote a book. Um, it's it's called in in English under the under the uh, under the heaven or under the under something under under the heaven, mm -hmm. and it is a a book that really changes European culture from a Chinese mm -hmm. perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's not only just a, a Chinese philosopher, a contemporary one, quite quite a young one. He is basically, that's what the rumor is, he's very wide read in the Chinese elite right now. Mm -hmm. And he is proposing a different concept of world peace and world culture from a, in the end, very confu Confucian-inspired concept of the relationship of the individual and the collective mm -hmm. and criticizing a lot of concepts of a European uh, Enlightenment mm -hmm. as being in itself something hyper-individuated and dominance-oriented. And he has his whole angle. He, he read his Kant, he read his uh, European philosophers. He's kind of a modern philosopher in, in that sense. And he's yes. one maybe of the first who is really trying from a Chinese perspective to challenge our understanding what if it means to be modern uh, or mm -hmm. postmodern and saying uh, uh, the European Enlightenment maybe uh, got it really wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also questionable what he's bringing because it's very, uh, it's very, it fits very much also in a, in a communist uh, uh, dominance role. And mm -hmm. uh, it's also, yeah, uh, not very about liberal freedom, let's put it that way. But there are questions that they are rising that put into question is our understanding of the development of individuality. And we hear this from different cultures. Yes. Where we think our development of individuality, which is the pride of European culture, that, that we created, individuation. Mm -hmm. And this is what progress is about. And they say, you, you miss it. You, what, what you're creating is, is, is a monster that is not capable of living now the Chinese thinking comes, comes in in harmony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not saying that he's having the right, uh, the, the right answer to that, but it's at least interesting to have a conversation with a contemporary philosopher coming from 
Chinese, in the end, Confucian background, the different uh, development of philosophy, who is uh, kind of questioning a lot of concepts and a lot of concepts that our concept of evolution, also individual evolution is based on. And it's fair enough, uh, China will play important role in the future, maybe the dominant role in the future, we don't know. So we have to have the discussion and we also have a discussion how do we see this from an integral point of view and how do we understand approaches like this? Yes, and the question is, what is he proposing? So he is criticizing or deconstructing modernity as, as being over-individualistic monster. But what is his solution? What is, what is he proposing? So that, that maybe would tell what you know, stage is he talking about? Is he bringing some postmodern thing or is he one? us to go back to some absolutistic order or, or you know, purple uh, tribal unity? Or, or what's the proposal there? Uh, the proposal, uh, as far as I understand, I, I haven't read him enough to be able to, yeah. to answer for him, is that he's questioning uh, one of the building blocks of our yes. understanding. Yes. Is the separate individual. And said separate individual as such does not exist. Mm-hmm. It always exists in relationship, and it's the, re- the real building block is our relationships that even the, un- the individual has to be based on. And the way we think it in our modern thinking is the wrong way around because we create something separate that does not exist in this absolute way as we think individuation yeah. is about, and all of our problems are, are also linked to this. So yes. that's part. Then you can, of course, pu- put it on, in our in our framework and, and ask, so where is this? But he's, uh, but he's in that sense also questioning the frameworks and they say they are built on these concepts already. Let's talk about fundamentals of this framework like our uh, idea of, in his point of view, an absolutist individualism mm-hmm. uh, where the individual is something that you can treat as a substance that exists mm-hmm. in a nearly absolute way as an individual. And you could say that at least a lot of uh, modern philosophers go in this direction. So this is interesting. I, I don't know where to go. I'm not uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, enough of a philosopher to have answers, but I, I find that if you talk about where our collective futures go, I think this is part of the discussion that is interesting, also because it's a discussion conversation between two diff- different civilizations that play on the world order right now. Yes, just the discussion itself is very chilling, I think, and exciting. Yeah. On the other hand, I need to remind you that, that we, Western, postmodernists, have the same critic towards ourselves as modernists that you mentioned by this Chinese. So postmodernity is precisely built on the notion that we Westerners regard ourselves as too individualistic, too alienated, too materialistic, it's wrong, it's false, it's too much. So we need to connect again. We, we need to, uh, the connection and relational practices and relating is emphasized and greatly and deeply emphasized and communal nature is emphasized in postmodernity. You know, so, so I, and it, it has been going for 60 years in the West, postmodernity, mm-hmm. the criticism of individualistic modernity. Mm-hmm. So, from an integral perspective, we might frame it as, 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 an, as an 
as, as, a, as a green approach, probably, or, or, or as maybe a very unique approach that combines green elements with blue elements. I don't know where you see going with it, so I, I mm -hmm. can't exactly see. But um, I'm pretty sure, that, from ethical point of view, I'm pretty sure there are big blue elements in this. Yes, I, yes. So, but 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 maybe an interesting combination of blue and green, you know. Which yeah. is, and that's 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 a point that I, I I'm gladly you know bringing in and joining your enthusiasm about uh, multicultural dialogue. Mm -hmm. That even within Europe, there is a difference between Hungarian, uh, the Hungarian composition of the self. And the German composition of the self. When I say composition, I mean to which extent, which level is present and 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 lived and exercised by the culture. Mm -hmm. and, and the American, you know, is different. So I, you know, I'm a therapist one on one, but also I lead a lot of groups, mm -hmm. and my focus is transforming the personality. Uh, from an integral perspective or in integrally transforming the personality. That means that, you know, I, Hungarians have more blue in their composition, less orange, but a lot of green, you know, uh, co uh, compared to a German. German have probably more orange, solid blue and a lot of green, you know, and, uh, but even between Hungarians, so I, I, I led workshops there in Germany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in Hungary and in the US. And simply the people who are sitting in my workshops are not the same people. You know, mm -hmm. my exercises doesn't work the same way. And, and uh, there are differences even within the Western cultures. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's exciting. That, that basically taught me from the experience I learned that there is no one integral approach on planet mm -hmm. Earth. Maybe one model, there is one model that's described Mm -hmm. How people feel it, understand it, and exercise it mm -hmm. is different. Mm -hmm. In Hungary, I need to teach my student not only how to get from orange to green and green to yellow or teal, mm -hmm. but I also have to teach them how to be good orange mm -hmm. and, not, and let go of fears from blue, mm -hmm. you know, and, and exercise more of freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. while we are also opening up the green self and trying mm -hmm. to go to the integrated yellow self. So, so for me, working with people through cultures, it's kind of detecting which stages are over or under represented mm -hmm. and, 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 and practiced and make, making adjustments that, the, that this, this scale of development or, or the spiral is, is functioning healthy. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I very much agree. And uh, if you don't mind, because also we cannot solve this intercultural dialogue in this conversation that, that we're having. Mm -hmm. I just want to bring it up because I, I'm yes. sure it, it, it will be part of the conversation, at least when we talk about uh, a global collective evolution, it has to be part of the conversation because yes. otherwise it's just not global. Yes. But for our conversation right now, if, if you're okay with it, I would just would leave it like this and, ask, and go in a different direction that I also find very interesting. At least I'm curious where the conference, as you know it, will go. Okay. Because part of our collective evolution is also that we are in a complete revolution of our um, media reality. Let's put mm -hmm. it that way. Mm -hmm. 
we, we, we are amongst the many things that we are in with the invention of the social, uh, the social internet, mm -hmm. um, the breakdown of the big media companies and their capacity mm -hmm. to uh, structure the global discourse. And all of a sudden having a playing field for on one hand, every player, and on the other hand, also a new capacity for algorithmic manipulation of all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, Complete, complete turnaround of how our public discourse works in a, in a way that we, we, we just, we're in the beginning of it, we, we try to figure it out. Nobody has a real sense of what's happening here. The way I think about it, it, it is the same or even more than what the printing press did in the 15th century to destroy the medieval Europe, mm -hmm. the dominance of the church, basically truth, until the printing press was very easy. It was held in, in the monasteries. It was held in the handwritten Bible mm -hmm. and uh, the church who had the capacity to organize all of that. And then all of a sudden you had Gutenberg uh, inventing the printing press. He gave every peasant in Europe a, a Bible in their hand, in their own language mm -hmm. and chaos broke out. And literally chaos broke out. You had the 30 years of war. First you had the peasant wars then you had the 30 years of war. You, you, you had an unbelievable stressful time, yeah. maybe some parallels to what we are having right now, until slowly, slowly we reconfigured and modernity uh, built itself with uh, a, a public sphere organized about uh, first printing press media, book distribution. Uh, so so we, re, we reinvented us. And what uh, one of the big, breaking, uh, the big breaking points was, was the invention of the printing press. And it seems that the internet, and particularly this internet, is doing something comparable right now. And we are not, we have no idea where we are going with it. We also know that a lot of not so great things are happening with it. A lot of craziness is kind of uh, happening at the same time. Do you think that integral has something to say about this? Is there something from an integral perspective that is, uh, that approaches this? a very crucial situation that we're in in our collective evolution. Uh -huh. well, I don't know if integral in general has to say, yeah. I personally probably yeah, have please. something Whatever. to say that I have contemplated that I think uh, that, you know, in integral, we talk about the psychic stage when we read each other's mind or intuitively know what's going on in the mm -hmm. other which happens often between people who love each other. I, I think that love is the carrier of, um, of telepathy. And all these phenomena, telepathy, sensing into the other, just intuitively, directly knowing what is in a situation, bypassing the rational mind, that's what we call the psychic state of mind. Mm -hmm. And we believe that that mode of functioning is inherent in every every person, though it's often dormant and unused, even in atheist people who don't believe in it, it's there as a plug-in, just not yet, mm -hmm. an unzipped plug-in in the system. So everybody could use it. And we believe that after, you know, uh, post-modernity will come an era, an age, where these spiritual capacities will be used. And my personal opinion that in order to get that collectively, first we have to 
believe it from experience. We have to have the, enough experience that we can almost magically communicate. And I think the, the technological era where all of us, maybe not all, but most of us are connected online. Mm-hmm. You just call me, you see me, you know, in your iPhone. It's, it's already all, all, almost like a miracle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, it's all, and it's just one step from dropping my iPhone and mm-hmm. concentrating on you and maybe telepathically, you know, sending messages. You see what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. that this is not just a chaos, but a very creative unfolding and opening to an even further era. And in the 60s and 70s, you know, we were believing that this new world, the new age, you know, will come by 2020 or 2012 very soon. And then I think that was a a premature idealistic early Mm postmodernism. No, it it goes way slower. We are not yet there. Maybe we need a couple of hundreds of centuries but I still believe that that is the direction just in between modernity and the psychic, you know, refined human planetary world, there is the intermittent stages that we are now experiencing. And I think what's happening in technology can be seen as, as an unfolding of that. And uh, if you, if if you let me share an example, very interesting example, I have, been in, on vacation and just returned back last week. I've been to Tanzania mm-hmm. and met the Maasai, you know, the Maasai mm-hmm. tribal people. Mm-hmm. And I met a boy who is 23. His name is Joshua Maasai. Some Maasai took Christianity, but they still live in the bushes, the full traditional lifestyle. And Joshua had an iPhone. You know, the Maasai comes with the Maasai dress and stick and, and the sword and and very traditional life. It's, it's a purple society, a mm-hmm. very good purple society. We would be very glad to have half of what they have, relational and community-wise. It's so good. And he has the iPhone. And the way we communicated when we were not physically together is, is, is WhatsApp. So there I'm WhatsApping with the Maasai from the bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and then when we met, he showed me functions on the iPhone that I even didn't know. Mm-hmm. So the Maasai was teaching me how to use my iPhone. And this is fantastic for me. This is just, just, just a miracle, you know, how the different eras and stages of evolution are together in once, in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. It's a liberating I, perspective, I, uh, experience. No, I, I, it's, it's definitely is. I would like to uh, put aside, uh, mention a site that is also uh, troublesome. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, might be, but who knows? You know, that's yeah, all, no, 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 absolutely. Who knows? But, but just that's, that's what we think that is that is troublesome. But maybe, maybe the maybe evolution and the whole unfolding is more creative than we. Then we know. And then we in the end, I'm sure. I'm sure this is the case. But what I would uh, bring in that um, what is happening right now, even uh, particularly when we talk about the evolution from from mythic states to rational states to postmodern stage, mm-hmm. and when we see the kind of consciousness that is building around the internet mm-hmm. and phenomenons like QAnon, which seem to 
neo-mythic uh, dark cults that have enormous psychic power, where it seems out of different factors, for example, because of the flooding of information, it's getting more and more difficult to kind of uh, create discrimination of, of uh, uh, rational truth and fake truth. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And in that kind of old mythic structures create something, when you look at QAnon, it, the power, the psychic power of QAnon is a, a in this way, not so a good, good sense, a shamanic power of psychic uh, darkness that is creating myths that, that we had similar in the in medieval ages mm -hmm. that kind of uh, look in some way very regressive. Mm -hmm. and, and it seems that uh, because of the, uh, what you're saying, that we get all the information all the same time, it's very hard to discriminate. It, it's also not that it's through reading books, it's, it's having heavily through simultaneously influx of thousands of images at, at the same time. There are new forms how our collective psyche is structuring mm -hmm. that does not seem always to be very, uh, um, uh, it, it can be scary, let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I have no doubt that this is that evolution will work its way through this somehow. But it's also important to understand what is going on here because the public discourse is changing dramatically because of these different mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Is this, uh, in your sense, a regression of consciousness or what is going on in, in, in that sense? Of if you even share that, what, yeah, what I'm no, sharing. I think we are just experiencing that if we give an open megaphone to everybody on earth, then simply we will hear louder what there is anyway so uh -huh. is, and uh, probably that's all that's the learning curve okay to, to learn what to do with it and how to handle it yeah and uh, for example this Maasai boy joshua yeah. used his uh, his iphone and whatsapp basically to maintain his purple world he didn't want to change that world mm. and uh all the Maasai were connected. And if one has a problem, in 15 minutes, 10 Maasai is coming there and helps him. And if mm -hmm. he's run out of something, they will give him food. There is no homeless Maasai. There is no Maasai without house because simply they don't allow it to happen. And that's when purple is still working and intact. Mm -hmm. That's what we would do from our hearts, Western people, but mm -hmm. we don't do it because we think, oh, it's it's a problem of that person. You know, it's mm -hmm. you see what I mean. So, so he is using his iPhone to maintain his cultural, you know, world. And the QAnon people are using the internet to maintain that, you know, that world, unfortunately. And the business people with good, you know, uh, orange are using the internet for that. So. So I think what we have now is an unregulated wild west of all stages with, mm -hmm. with a megaphone online. Interesting, because there I have a slightly different uh, take on it. Okay. And the slightly different take that I have it, talking about QAnon, it, it doesn't seem to me that people, let's talk in this language of purple, okay. and uh, in that sense, not healthy purple. Uh, uh, that is not just healthy purple, no. I, yeah. that's, that's kind of um, torso. Yeah, uh, that 
it did, doesn't seem to me that basically it's just giving a megaphone to people who already have been unhealthy purple in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But it seems the people that had more rational, more modern perspectives get pulled into something that is a retro purple by, by the power of this, let's call it online cult. I see. Uh-huh. So it's not just that, that things that already were there, they also uh-huh. through these new mechanisms, they're recreated in a new way and they get their own collective strength. All of a sudden, this, uh, this QAnon uh, uh, through the internet becomes a, a major political force, uh, even storming the capital yes. in, 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 in the most powerful nation of the world. So that's, that's not nothing. Yes, I hear you. It's not just megaphone. People, usual people with megaphone, but something extra is created. Yeah. Right? So, I agree with that. So the, what I think, and, and that, that basically these this new ways how we share our consciousness together, these completely new ways, also change the, the dynamics of our consciousness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the dynamic is more driven by non-rational capacities And we have to find, if you talk in, an, uh, in a modernist uh, um, uh, European context, we have to find ways to make a rational or a transrational uh, capacity to hold all of these mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like uh, also culturally, you can see how the evolution of culture in Europe mm-hmm. from uh, paganism to Christianity was, was something where all these forces of Of spirits they are brought into a new framework that co- that brought something however positive or negative you look at it but it created something that was able to hold higher and more structured forms of order mm-hmm. uh, if you see negative or positive if this is a evolution or not but it happened and it created something like the medieval civilization uh, is there something where we also see that our collective um, evolution Uh, needs a new way of understanding these dan- this, this, this dynamics, and is there something where integral has to play a role in this? I want to quote Ken Wilber because I agree mm-hmm. with him on this. When he was asked, you know, what to do, so how to do an integral world governance, or, or is there a need, or would, would there be a need for integral world governance? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, basically, an ideal scenario would be uh, to have an integral stage world governance where those who govern, and obviously it's not one person, but would be, you know, a group of what, whatever board, you know, would understand the stages and allow its healthy forms, even promote mm-hmm. probably, you know, its healthy forms. Mm-hmm in those areas where it's unpracticed. For example, we need more healthy purple as mm-hmm. alienated modern people. You mm-hmm. know, We could learn from the Maasai some things, mm-hmm. but we definitely don't need uh, the shadow purple, shadow red, or the shadows of any stages. So, so uh, it, it would be a highly sophisticated stage of human evolution where such psychological, social, interior factors would be as part of the governance as the external factors because now all the governments are all about external factors money profit laws you know 
lower right quadrant as we call it mm. in integral but what i would want to see in the world that psychological factors are also you know brought into into the table of law and order mm. for example uh, you couldn't um, play big games with your loved ones mm -hmm. you are free to play any kind of harming games and if it gets extreme and to the category of criminal like child abuse raping then it gets attention and it, 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 it the law starts to deal with it you see what i mean mm -hmm. but if it's not super pathological super criminal just ordinary people playing games and torturing each other psychologically that's okay nobody cares mm -hmm. you know so I, I I would welcome a world where no we do care we don't we, we want to refine the world we want a, a much higher world it's in us it's just not yet exercised you know from from governance so an ideal integral stage world would be governed from there and yes there would be limitations and there would be a police because there would be still you know shadow of people that need to mm. be stopped. Mm -hmm. but um, basically the, the shadow elements of, of different stages would be mm -hmm. uh, diminished or, or minimalized. So now we are in a stage where it's not yet part of governance, but we already know about it and understand it because we have psychology, mm -hmm. you know, psychotherapy, uh, social sciences. Mm -hmm. And I see no other way in the future than bringing this inner knowledge that we already have for a hundred years in the web to the governance. Mm -hmm. and, uh, cool. and that would be an ideal scenario for, for a global world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would open a, a whole a different uh, topic, how the European exp experience plays a part, how to envision the future, the, the post-national governance that uh, exactly. the European uh, continent, at least, is an experiment field of maybe not the most successful, but um, yes, but indeed. And let's see that that uh, European individualism is at at one hand we can criticize it that it's over or too mm -hmm. much exercised, etc. But European culture is 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 the only culture, and not just European, but the Western culture, the mm -hmm. modern culture, mm -hmm. wherever it is on earth, but wherever there is modernity, that's the only place where you can start to tell truth. Mm -hmm. You know, in a traditional world, I cannot express my feelings freely because I will be judged by the traditional framework. It's not aligned with Dhamma. It's not aligned with the Quran. It's not aligned with Christianity. It's not aligned with the absolutistic order dogma. So I shut up. I ask forgiveness from God that I had that thought, you know, and that's, that's mere repression that Freud started to liberate people off, you know. And so, so basically it, it, it is the Western culture where not only the exterior freedom of the individual was formed, but also the interior freedom of speech and of feeling and of having whatever experience and expressing that honestly. So I think that's a huge, huge, um, attainment evolutionary attainment that we should never give up and never regress in a stage where you are silenced and asked to repress yourself mm -hmm. and give yourself up for the collective rather we should go forward 
where you maintain your individual subjective experience, but connected with others nicely and heart-based much more deeply than modernity allows us. Yes, we are also coming to the end of our time here. Oh. Um, uh, there are many things I would like to ask you, but obviously uh, only some can be asked. And of course, a lot of this will be part of the IEC uh, online uh, gathering. Yes. May 19th to 23rd. What kind of conversations do you expect to be there about this topic? Well, as we have now around 130 presenters who applied with a vast array of colorful topics, there's going to be a lot, you know, in a lot of areas of conversations. There will be integral politics, a little more emphasized. Mm -hmm. um, there will be a lot of presentation and, and even online processes around relationships, spiritual experiences, mm -hmm. and shadow work that, that mm -hmm. you mentioned. There will be some people bringing technology, exactly pointing to these questions that you raised. Uh, and, um, and of course, a central subject would be how people see uh, what is going on with COVID and where are we heading Mm -hmm. are, are we going into a more controlled world with less freedom or we are going to a transformed world with more freedom actually or are we just going back to where we were two years ago so so the whole topic that we haven't even touched in our conversation yes exactly great uh some names are you aware of or should, people should be aware that they're coming Yes, uh, of course, Ken Wilber, the founder of Integral Theory, would be mm -hmm. one or, of our keynotes. Uh, Charles Eisenstein is coming, who is proposing, you know, a new approach to sacred economics, a new approach to economics, mm -hmm. trying to elevate into a sacred level. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, who is a very well-known researcher on, on trauma and addiction. Mm -hmm. And um, Mark Foreman, and Keith Witt, they are two integral psychotherapists who hasn't yet been to IECs. So I'm very glad that finally they join. And there are some people from business and investment like Mariana Bozesan, the president of Aqua Foundation, dealing with international investments with a consciousness of you know, love and, and postmodern values and integral values. Mm. And some people will come from other cultures. One person who is very interesting is Dr. Khalid El Sherbini from Egypt, mm -hmm. who is an Egyptian uh, offering integral enneagram and trainings from for individuals and companies and coaching in a, such a diverse culture like like Egypt. So he he's bringing in Middle Eastern and Egyptian, little bit African perspective and uh, Padipan, Palis, Andrika are also coming from South Africa. So Africa will be represented. And Asians from India, from Japan, from China are also coming to present. So I could go on with names, as I said. We sure. are uh, from the top you, of the mind of you. As, you. as you won't be able to, to name all the names, I think it's also good to, to name the 
the name of the of the website it's integraleuropeanconference.com in one word where uh, you not only find all the information but also you can directly sign up exactly and join us Benze, thank you so much for this conversation thank you thomas for inviting me and i hope that the listeners enjoyed it i hope so too